Today's guest is a really uh, is a unique man, they would say, if you saw something. And it is, uh, he was from the north and now he's a southern man. He's a he's dual hemisphere man now. You may know him from his uh, Flagrant 2 podcast with Akash Singh. Or his Brilliant Idiots podcast with Charlemagne the God. Or Schultz Saves America on Netflix. It is my friend, comedian, Andrew Schultz. You look Guatemalan, bro. You coming in? Boy, how dark you going, dog? I know you trying to get the black. It gets, bro. You trying to get diversity on lock, bro? (laughs) I start firing, firing all my minorities. Yeah, dude. I got this covered, boys. Yeah, you start wearing one of those coming to America hats. I saw some guy in one of those today, dude. (laughs) Yo. I got some of my teeth, bro. Do you? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get it out with this. But whatever, we're going. Yo, shout out to Nate Bargazzi, man. Yeah, shout out to Nate Bargazzi, man. He got that new special that's out, um I don't even know the name. It's uh Most American Man or something. Yeah. The best average American. Something like go. that. Yeah. Which is good. I like it. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Um I just love Nate. Yeah, dude. He and just he described like, him in the funniest way. I don't know if we were recording for it. Yeah, he's smart. He, yeah, you said that you and I are need. We need something from the audience. I need to see the audience doing something. Yeah, and Nate could probably perform. We were saying he did the show, the special with the masks. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, he could do that. He could do his jokes if people were laughing or not, and he could perform them in the same way. Yes, and he'll be fine. Yeah, you and I would have a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they were wearing masks, just in yeah. our own heads, like are they laughing. What the fuck are they squinting yeah, what for? What's wrong with these fucking people? Yeah, what's that guy thinking about? Yeah, Nate could perform for reforestation. Like he could perform <laughs> for like, you know, like a to pee, like a fall. You know, he just yeah, he doesn't need that. <laughs> right. He doesn't right. need that heavy feedback. Man. Yeah. God um, bless him. God bless him. Yeah, dude, I want to come down there. I just love y'all's new set, man. Funky, Even how it right? looks on IG, yeah, it just looks like I need you down there. It bro. makes me want to do some uh, capoeira, dog, and yeah. order a um, you know a um, caipirinha. Yeah, some capoeira and a caipirinha. Yeah, dude, it makes me want to do that. Yeah. Uh, and I see you guys are renting. What are y'all renting a palace or something out there? You get there's a palace, a little palace, bro. You guys are getting a little palace. <laughs> We're in a hood, though, to be honest. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. nice. But it looks like it's not. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it looks nice, man. Yeah, I like going down there, man. Um, yeah, what's going on, bro? I mean, just chilling, dude. Yeah. Living life, getting some sun out here, doing shows. Have you thought differently since being in Miami? Like, has it started to adjust your view of, like, do I need to be in New York? Bro, I was thinking this on the way here. Like, if there's one positive to Corona... Um, it's I made a lot of money. No, if there's uh if there's one positive to Corona, I think it's people from New York and in L.A. realize that oh, there's other places in America that are really nice to live. Yeah, and 
I didn't have I had that attitude when I was growing up and then I kind of like got out of New York and I have family it's not from New York so I like saw their other like really cool places in America but like I know that attitude because I grew up with that attitude right and um yeah just going down to Miami and like just really enjoying living in a fucking house yeah and like having to drive to work and then going yeah, it's nice taking half an hour just collect my thoughts you know, yeah, dude, it's dope. Well, especially for somebody coming out of the city. I mean, that's got to be a really different yeah. energy. The city's great, but it sucks. Yeah, like it's the worst place to live. It's Is not it? how human beings should live. Yeah, you've been in New York. Yeah, I've been in New York, man. Oh, I remember. I was doing drugs. I was staying at Ari Shafir's old place, dude. dude. Before he freaking uh, did that uh, epithet for Kobe or whatever he did, whatever it's yeah, called, yeah, 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 he, yeah, before yeah, he spoke yeah. at his funeral. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got locked out of there, dude. I had to climb. They have like these communal gardens or something. Yeah. It's like you know. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they there's do. No, though. They have like there's no communal garden. In there. Stop, bro. <laughs> stop making shit up. I'm not joking, bro. <laughs> yeah, stop telling me there's a bro, fucking communal. Garden. I had to sneak <laughs> through. <laughs> I had to sneak through. Somebody's a koi up. fish pond. I'm swimming through the koi fish pond. I had to sneak through some <laughs> rabbit <laughs> patch in the backyard to get into his place. Like, bro, it was insane. It was just crazy. Yeah, and it was just a lot, bro. You're sweating there's just a lot going on for even somebody that's right. not i felt like i almost got wrapped up in one of your stories it almost happened just right there bro it almost happened right there I, it sounded <laughs> it sounded so romantic and fantastical that i was like oh tell me about new york there's a communal garden. A fucking communal garden at 12th and c there's a fucking communal <laughs> garden or somebody burned a building down and there's growth <laughs> and there's the growth started to grow yeah dude anyway i had to jump a fence i just sneak around the yeah. back of his building to get in yeah um yeah, but I, I thought New York City's hard, bro. I think it's as you get unnatural. older, it's got to be tougher. Okay, what what if it's not older? What if it's like um, you start achieving some of your dreams and then you're like, how much do I want to live in the grind to get to the place where I want to be? Because it is the place for the grind. Oh, the grind, yeah, yeah. You you're know what I mean? You're, yeah, you're a coffee bean dog. You're That's fucking it. getting yeah. in there. You're in just there. getting rinsed. Yeah, you get nonstop, <laughs> dude. Yeah, and it's worth it because you get to put, you know, yeah. do all those sets and shit. Yeah. Like I remember seeing you run around the city. You know what I mean? Dude, I used to go over out there to LIE to that other place out there. They had, a, dude. That's the crazy thing about New York. The, the 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 room will be thirty feet by two and a half feet. Yeah, you right? remember that little, yeah, yeah, that little little yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nine like coffee corridor. On a yacht ship, yeah, like the Norwegian. What is it called? The Norwegian, Norwegian cruise, line? cruise line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they made a comedy club in just the corridor. Remember how crazy that shit is ridiculous. Waitress couldn't even carry a tray. Uh -uh, she was just like individual tray. Yeah, she had two D. Yeah. It was two D comedy. It wasn't even yeah. three dimensional. <laughs> she had to set the drinks on her shoulders and then walk sideways. Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Nate Bargatze murdered in that room, bro. Oh, I can see that. Just yeah. murdered it. I can yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, he's so calm. Yeah, Nate is that calm man. I bet him donating blood, it could be, it could be an afternoon. Two pints, bro. Bro. Yeah, yeah, but Two, it could be. He, he donates double. It's dude. a while though. <laughs> His blood don't even care to go. Uh, it's like, <laughs> what are we doing here, Nate? You know? Yeah, he's a calm man. He's the middle of a storm. That guy. He's good at mm -hmm. just staying, uh, staying calm, man. Um, mm -hmm. We had a question that came up. Uh, um, Raleigh Mal's here with us today. And uh, and why don't you bring something up, Raleigh? We got a fellow that, from the MTA, I know, that brought in a question here. It's an <clears throat> urban gentleman, kind of. Suburban gentleman. 
No urban. This guy's urban. Oh, urban gentleman. There we go, Riley. Get it out there. That's it. Huh? Think you ever moved back to Cali? Well, let's see what this guy has to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. The pod- the podcast is over. It's, it's just going to be some sting, Brandon. <laughs> Oh, it's been sting for a couple weeks over there. <laughs> you and Chrissy better eat some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, what's on the menu? What's on the menu next week? <laughs> oh, they're probably getting freaking ridiculous over there. Dude, I don't know if I think I'm flying in for a delicacy, son. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Get out of here. Get the volume uh, on, Riley. No, hold on. So you're not going back, bro? Hmm? You're not going... <laughs> I'm going back, dude. Fuck <laughs> like you, bro. This is a question. Turn the question bro, on, Riley. I can't even throw my mic... The, there's no bro, sound coming. I there can't is even, sound. Fix the damn thing. Yeah, I couldn't even it. throw my mic away because y'all made fun of me for the way I laugh on the podcast. Who did? You, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, that's you, dude, yeah. That is you. Bro, yeah, that's you. <laughs> Who said that? Who did that one? I did. That's awesome, bro. Find a better way to fix it, Riley. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. I was crying. Sorry, man. This question was supposed to be How old are these kids perfectly. you got working here, bro? Uh-huh. <laughs> like 12 years old, bro. I don't know. Kids. It's getting bad. You got man. a little Peter Pan factory going on okay, over here. getting bad. Dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> What's going on? Bro, dude? that's the one thing you find out outside of LA and New York, dude. It's, it's young boys. <laughs> oh, no, no, we got a question that came in right here for you, so Okay, okay. What's up, Theo? What's up, Hezzy? It's your What's boy Morfei from New York City, Harlem, ripping that MTA hitter. As you Gang, can see. baby, let's go. Actually, fuck them. This is a shitty organization to work for, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, my question, Hezzy, man, I've been watching you ever since, like, fucking Guy Code, man. Respect. You've came a long way, brother. Yeah. Anyways, my question for you is Who do you think you are, bro? <laughs> You've been shitting on New York ever since you left, man. Fuck is going on? <laughs> the pressure, <laughs> dog. The pressure. Let me see you around. We got cocaine. We got hookers, taxis, everything you into, man. I'm yeah, well, I'll be up there, man. I'll Peace. come through. Mm. I'll be the white hezzy, bro. I'm going to come through and take that <laughs> land. <laughs> I'm not the one. <laughs> I'm going to come through and take <laughs> that <laughs> land, baby. <laughs> I'm going to come through and take that land, baby. Where you been at now? Is it true that uh, you've been shitting? I have no clue. Is this you? Have you been shitting on New York? No, I love New York, man. I just love not New York, too. But you're getting different, though, bro. Yeah, I'm different. I'm tan, bro. Yeah. I, I look better tan, bro. Oh, you do? Yo, I think I look better tan. Well, dude. you come in a lot more, and I'll be honest with you, bro. Yeah. You come in a lot more, I think, Mexican, bro, or fucking beach Slavic, you know? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like beach, uh, Croatian. Croatian. Beach Slavs. Dude, I'm saying, bro. They're fucking Slavs, bro. They're about Yo, it. them Slavs are wild, Dude, bro. they are. Because they're, they're white? Yeah. But they're not. Oh, they're not. Right? They're not, dude. They're you not. crack them open, dude. There's a couple brothers in there. There's a couple brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's a couple brothers in the ribcage eating oranges, bro. It's like they're them probably- little Russian, <laughs> little Russian dogs. Oh, okay. You're going to get a brown one eventually. Yeah. Oh, they're Sheldrick. Yeah. That's a good question, though, man. Like, yeah, well, it makes me think, 
I love New York, but I'm a complete hypocrite, bro. They now, tell me, me this. Have you been able yeah. to get different... Uh, sorry, I interrupted you. Go, 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 go. Have you been able to get different guests down in Miami that you wouldn't have been able to get? Not really. I mean, like, we had we had your boy. You got to tell me what happened with Chris Hansen, bro. Because we had Chris Hansen oh, yeah, on, and then him. everybody kept hitting me like, yo, tell him to pay back Theo. <laughs> yeah. I was like, for what? Like, did, I thought... They said tell him to pay back Theo. And I didn't know if, like, you were involved in, like, To Catch a Predator in some way. Or, oh, like... no, i never done anything like that. Okay, so, like, no, not... I'll be honest, bro. I yeah, had yeah. one girl... He should show up here, though. Because... One girl sent me a message on IG, and yeah, I yeah. said, you are too young for me. Now, could he, she work for you with the rest of the fucking... Children I, that you have in there, dude. That kid is of age. How that old kid you? doesn't even know what the fucking Pythagorean <laughs> theorem is. Guy, <laughs> this kid's nine what? years old. Bro. That guy fucking wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Asian, not Greek. Dude, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Riley Mao, how old are you? I'm 22. There you go. He's 22, bro. bro. He's All 22. Right. He's hairless too. All right. And look, I'll tell you this. He's Never. Hairless. Uh, He's hairless, so he looks younger. Got his first pass. You know what I mean? <laughs> he would be a great stunt man for a Chris Hansen. Ah, uh, I asked Hansen who picks the adult children. What did he say? He didn't answer. Mm. But that's a weird casting job. Yeah. Like you look young enough. I guess you. Yeah. Where? How do you do that? You go out to bars and just kind of see who looks real young. <laughs> I don't like that kind of stuff when somebody looks too young. Man. Yeah, it's weird. Especially as I get older, there just they're, there becomes this like uh, this governor in your head that yeah. tells you this is someone who has a book bag. Yes, you know. Yes, like that's where it is for me. If somebody has a book bag, yes, for any reason, yeah, right, even night school, whatever it is, for any reason, yeah. I know I don't. I you don't should. like kids, and you don't like people furthering their education around their job. Right, right, right. right. Like, yeah. like, I understand you have like a tough job, and yeah. you want to like be a nurse. Yeah, but that's not for you. Yeah, that's not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just that's one of the deterrents for me. I feel yeah. like is a book pack. You know. Yeah, I, I think that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good. Sign. It keeps me. That stuff keeps me safe. Because without the backpack, you'd be like, I need you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> It's dangerous out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. you look, you lucky yeah, you yeah, got yeah. fiancéed out. I, I did get fiancéed out. So you out, took, man. I'm, I'm not going to say you took the easy way out, but took you easy took the out. easy way out, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, actually. You it. left the rest of us out here in this Barnum and Bailey ass fucking, I'm 17, I'm 27. Yeah. Thought universe. Like, you know. It's true. You left it weird. I'll, I'll ask you this. Yeah. Well, if, well, what happened to me and Chris Hansen was this. Yeah. And there was, <laughs> we put him up. I'll ask you this. This is what happened <laughs> to me and Chris Hansen. Probably you're impossible to talk to, dude. I'm sorry. You're impossible Guys, to talk to, Guys, we both do this for a living. No, we let's promise. talk. We promise. Huh? We both do this for a living. <laughs> I don't do this for a living. <laughs> okay. Tell me what happened with Chris Hansen because I got inundated with messages. People were upset at me for interviewing this guy because I didn't know that he, I guess, ripped you off or something. There was extra charges at his room. Where'd you put him up? We put him up at the Four Seasons. That's the... That's, 
what I mean? Bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> so look, bro. You, know you done made it. <laughs> AP, you done made it, bro. Four seasons? Look, bro. We put him up at least the three seasons, bro. Oh, he got all four. <laughs> According to those charges, my man That's was true. Now, we put him up at the three seasons. He ordered the fourth. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> How much extra charge? It was about $1,200 for autumn. No. <laughs> that's what it was, dude. No. Including room? There was extra charges. So that's where it became a discrepancy where okay. it seemed like like he was trying to not pay the extra charges okay and we kind of agreed on what the charges would be so yeah he felt like there was maybe gray area i don't know i'm not accusing him it just seemed obtuse at the end i thought because the story i heard the way that you know the game of telephone changes shit mm -hmm. is that um he tried to sneak out the hotel mm -hmm. and you had like an employee <laughs> chase him down <laughs> yeah like on some not so fat like remember your show sir like <laughs> like how ironic he leaves the hotel he gets arrested <laughs> and and then forced him to pay the bill before he left that's that's what i heard i swear to god i'm not making up any of this i swear to god and i got like 10 or 20 messages yeah, yeah. that were like this. uh here's what happened i had an assistant at the time yeah and she uh was make i had her she was checking out what the bill was what was going on yeah, yeah and she was literally talking to the woman on the front desk as he was leaving the hotel and so it just so happened it just so happened and so the she like it was had to apparently speak with the lady and say well can you make you know get a hold of him and get some charges out of him we yeah, gotta get yeah. some charges out of him yeah you know so. yeah but with that said I mean, the dude has done a lot for humanity, that's, and I don't mind putting him up for another couple nights. Isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a little part of you that's got to go, like, he stopped so many pedophiles. Oh, totally. Like he, he shouldn't have to pay for the hotel. Yeah. But you were like, he should have to pay a little. Well, he didn't stop enough. I think, well, <laughs> he didn't stop what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> what if the whole thing was a setup? Where were you oh, when dude, I was yes, a kid? Yes. What if that's the new show? <laughs> Where were you when I was a kid? And it's just people. It's just trashing. People rolling up on Chris Hansen and John Walsh and just yeah. sitting them down and saying, look, man, where were you when I was Yo, a kid? We asked him about the Epstein shit because it's oh, weird. Wow. Like, he did so much good. Yeah, yeah and look, Chris Hansen, look, man, I'll say this. The guy has done a ton of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to get in the way of those people, and I think a lot of those people are sick. I don't know if a lot of people want to be touching kids. I think it's a sick, it's a fucking yeah. sickness. I don't think it's a choice you make up in the morning, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, and the guy's done a lot of stuff, man. So, Chris, no matter what happened, bro, we'll, I'll put you up anywhere you want to stay for a couple nights moving forward, dog. You know what I'm saying? You keep the kids safe, baby boy. That's what I'm talking Mia about. Mia Schultz bro. got you, son. Yeah, wait, why am I in on this? You're in on it. <laughs> <laughs> got you, dog. We yeah, got we, you. We got a lead. kid right here. Yeah, we bro. got two kids that you can save right now. Chris, come to, I'm not going to give the address, but come to Wedgwood. <laughs> We out here. This is our last episode here, actually, Chris. Yep. Oh, okay. This is our last episode here, man. Where's the new one? Well, I don't know. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling Brendan. <laughs> not telling him, Chris. Not tell the police because yeah. there's 15 more of his fucking cousins in there right now building the shit out. I'm not telling Chrissy D either. Bro, the first kid that greeted me, I was like, oh, he looks kind of young. And this guy's got on fucking pampers. <laughs> He's running the point. Like, what do you have here? A chocolate factory? Who's running this shit? Well, hello. <laughs> yeah. 
is the grilly creeper growing um dude he is how old are you man again 22 22 22 he's american dude yeah tell him you're straight american aren't you i am yeah, I never said he wasn't American. There you go. Well, I said he was a boy. <laughs> yeah, dude, but look, I know there's racial connotation to everything. So, okay? <laughs> That's what people say. You know? Say, yeah. And he's, oh, he's, um, he's a good guy, man. Good guy. Mm. Riley Mao. An adult, mm. right, Riley? I am. And where do you work at, Riley? In, uh, in Nashville. There you go. <laughs> All right, there you go. Let, let me ask you this, though. This is pretty rehearsed, this is a good question. You guys been working on this? <laughs> no, <laughs> in case the cops come? <laughs> I don't know what his fucking problem is. Where do you work at regularly, Riley? What does Theo oh. do after 1030? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you What's work it? at regularly, Riley? <laughs> what do you work at home? For before he goes to bed? What's, his, <laughs> what's his favorite snack? <laughs> no, I let him run around on my back for a few minutes before I go to sleep. <laughs> I, th- I think Theo likes Cheerios. Um, here's what I'm asking you, bro. <clears throat> Dude, your mic is looking for you, bro. It's just getting further. Oh, look. The other day, your mic put up a wanted poster. There's a picture of you on it, bro. Have you seen? It's just you with a picture of your hand so, in front of you. Somebody like got to prank me where they, they just like cement it in. I go to push it away. I just throw myself up. It's the new shake weight. It's your, it's your, yeah. God, I'm sure. He did 212 mics today. Uh, tell me this. Do you think... Yeah. So there's obviously a problem in our community of men communicating with... Being able to communicate with women who may or may not be of yeah. age. Do I forgive Chris Leah? No, that's what I'm asking you. Okay. <laughs> but hold on. No, no, no. I'm going. not at all. There's some okay. shit on your heart, it seems like. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. not what we're here for. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do are you, you think... friends still or no? Do you think that... Chris and I are certainly, but I mean, like we were never like Chris was hard to get close to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Chris will tell you that too. Chris, I mean, like as long as I ever knew Chris, he was on. He was just honestly, man, he was on his phone and he was hard to get to know at yeah. all. Really, I always thought that because the outside perception was that, but you guys were homies. Yeah, I don't think that we're certainly like we're certainly friends. Like I, I mean, I think that colleagues was that a better word? I think like, colleagues is a better work word. Colleagues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think. uh yeah, I mean, I think I would have probably wanted to be better friends. Yeah, you know, I just think, like Chris was popular before I had any popularity. Right. You know, and he was hard to get to know. You know. Yeah. yeah. But I think he was in his addiction, man. I literally like when I think back on it, watching him like text women, it was like watching somebody use heroin in front of you. But you don't think of it like that. You don't think like, oh man, look how sick. Like literally, he could not stop. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I don't even think I'm talking out of turn. Like, I suffer from addiction, so I know what it's like to have to, like, be in places where you feel compelled by powers that are greater than you, kind of, yeah, to do you stuff. You have a lot of empathy for that, it seems. I think I do, bro. Yeah. But here's my question for you is this, man. Mm-hmm. Do you think there should be some liability <laughs> for Instagram and for these services that allow people to connect I don't think that you should be able to follow anybody under 18. Or communicate. Knowing. They can't put a yeah. barrier between young people and adults. Like, how is... Uh, you can't go to a movie if you're not 18. Like, you need your parent to go to the movie with you if you're it's under crazy. 18. But, like, Instagram... <clears throat> this is what I think is the worst that they're doing. Like, Snapchat and all them. is not only... And Snapchat is probably the worst. That's why I don't even fuck with Snapchat. But, like... They are forcing you to see shit you don't want to see. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You it's like I mean? surprise. Here's a child. Exactly. Here's a child <laughs> dancing suggestively, and I'm like, yeah. nah, bro. This shit is weird, bro. It's just weird, dude. Yeah, and here's a child, and it's also, and also like a Chinese like uh, information like data suck. So I'm just like, fuck that as well. Yeah, there's rumors of that. I mean, it is. <laughs> it's not a rumor. They're just like, yeah, we built it. <laughs> but I love how the data is just people with like pictures of like magical makeup on it. Shit, like no, they're trying to turn Americans into pedophiles. That's what they like. They're like, aren't fourteen year olds dancing? Isn't that cool? Isn't that awesome? Dude, everybody's our fucking president is sniffing children's hair. How is that not our new national anthem? It's just him <laughs> sniffing hair to that a fucking guy. trap beat, dude. That poor, did you see him just give up on his speech the other day? <laughs> the motherfucker said, anyway, <laughs> he forgot the word. He forgot what he's talking about. He just said, anyway. <laughs> dude, I'm shocked anyway, more. Go, bl- culpability, you were saying about the app. How is there not? Like, Bro, how is there not a class action shit. suit by yeah. any parents that have ever had their kids who have been approached by adults through the app yeah that that's not illegal i mean that's insane bro if you made if you made a pathway if you allowed a company yeah. to dig a tunnel from yeah. my child's bedroom to a fucking grown man's house dude i would show up at the company and assassinate everybody in that yeah 100 percent. that's what i would do 100 percent. and that's the problem with some of these shooters they're shooting up the wrong, wrong fucking people there's places. people who need to get shot there's people <laughs> asking for bullets <laughs> no, nah, it's true. No, you make a good point. Like, why do we not look at them and be like, why are you suggesting this shit to me? And then they blame it on you. They go, yeah. the algorithm knows what you like. No, it don't. <laughs> Stop showing me shit. You, they removed the dislike button. Remember there was a dislike button? Like, yeah. you're going to get rid of it. It's like, motherfucker, I can't even tell you to not show me young pussy, bro. Like, I can't even tell you to do that. Yeah. You're going to remove my ability? <laughs> yeah. Nah, they're fucked up, dude. They're fucked up. Like, you look at someone's Explore page, it says a lot about them, bro. Oh, mine is very... Mine is all adult shit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of 6 9 Yo, Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Street fights? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple street fights uh, on there. <laughs> and then, like, a couple of fucking, like... Um, what else is on there? Oh, I watch Callan's. I listen to Callan and Steve's new stuff. Yeah, you guys' stuff is on there, and then women. A lot of Russian women that I've sent the little hand emoji to. You do hand emoji? That's you know? your opener. Yeah, not only do it as much as I used to, which is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. For a while, yeah. I was kind of like, are these women even? Re-? But now it's like some of them aren't even real. And does you know? it matter? I just at a certain point for me, it's like giving away my. It's like I'd rather just keep my own fucking chi. You Got know, you. I'm Got not you. serving my chi through this fucking yeah. dirty pipeline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it doing for me? What percentage of chi are you giving with a hand emoji? I think you're giving away five percent of your chi on That's the day. Five percent chi. I think so because yeah, it's yeah. like, do I have the control or not? To let this thing influence me that much where I'm going to drop a hand to this Romanian. I mean, you're going to drop a hand regardless. Right, probably. (laughs) But at least drop it. The hand is going to drop. It's whether or not she knows about it. That's really what the hand is. It's like, I'm going to use this. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but I'd rather, like, you know, I'm going to hold on to this. I hear you. I'm going to keep a little bit of that energy so when I meet a girl at a cafe, maybe there's a little bit more chutzpah behind my fucking desire. Interesting. Than to think that I've been already rejected 70 times this morning you know what i'm saying like i think some of that plays into how we operate you know you see some dude he's been rejected nine thousand times that month and he asks you out i think his energy is kind of probably going to be whack yeah you're probably right then then again like you ever have one of those friends that uh is impervious to rejection i'm not that friend 
But do you know what I mean? Like, uh, like I had a buddy growing up who just could get rejected and it meant nothing. Like, he was more embarrassed if he didn't go say hello. Oh, wow. I wish I had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. gave him that? Uh, Jamaica. Oh, is it uh, the comedian that was just here? No, 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 no. Lil no. Duval? No, I love Lil Duval. I know. I saw y'all's he video. Would. I watched y'all's YouTube video. It was fucking, sweet, bro. Bro, he is the goat. Lil Duval, I'm telling you, is operating on another level. Is he? That is. That's what you said another level and, I'm t- and like you got to be around him to get it and mm-hmm. then when you're around him you're going to really understand it and he's just like trying to communicate shit that he's understood come up with in the most digestible way possible but if you just sit and talk with him and he really kind of like gives you that part of him you're going to go oh this guy is an alien damn he's the closest to alien that i've met damn and no formal education. Like, he, he literally said, like, uh, I didn't have, like, meals until I was rich. Like, I grew up on appetizers. Wow. Like, like the guy had nothing, but his just brain is different. And he can absorb everything and understand. Like, he's just fucking genius, that guy. Mm. Yeah. Super genius. Yeah, I wish I'd have gotten to meet him. I'm going to try to go. I'm going to have to go see him next time he comes through. Yeah. Um, We got another question came in here. Let's play another one here, Rye. What we got, Rye? And where have you been, Riley? You've been doing a lot of church stuff or what? Uh, no, I've been doing a lot of uh, music videos. Okay. Church stuff. What do you do in the church? I uh, I run an audio and video. Oh, cool. The and you're an active member out. of your congregation, Riley? What's that? Are you an active <clears throat> member of your congregation? Yeah. The guys that built uh, our studio in Brooklyn, um, that's a big part of their business. Doing AV for churches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, thing yeah. about the church, I like the church show, but here's the thing about the church show. Okay. They start being too nice, letting too many people get on the stage, bro. Mm-hmm. Then they got the dude with the bell. They got the handicapped dude. They got the sign language. They got yeah. uh, the guy in the cage always, like in the uh, screened off. Why is that guy in the screened off stuff always? Who knows? Nobody yeah. knows. Well, somebody should, man. If y'all are running proper stuff up there, there's just too many. Ma- by the end, by the end of the year, it's like, like nineteen. It's video. just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's getting yeah, a little fucking yeah. yeah. I want to let you know that insurance can be complicated. Yep, it can be. Com- it can be damn confusing, really. Insurance. You don't know if you're insured. Somebody throws something at you. You hurt yourself. Damn. Well, who do I call? You just call a nine one one all the time. You, they're like, we don't have, we don't have any coverage on you. And that's why um, you got to check out The Zebra, thezebra.com. Insurance finally feels like it's in black and white. No more confusion, just honest rates. The Zebra is the nation's leading insurance comparison site for car and home insurance. They can help you save money today. It's so easy. Go to thezebra.com and answer a few questions to compare accurate insurance quotes for free the zebra protects your personal information they don't sell it out there to the dang snow cone stand or you know to the tire shop so you got somebody offering you ice cold tiger's blood tires it's got to stop you can save as much money as possible how much can you save find out visit thezebra.com slash t-h-e-o that's T-H-E-Z-E-B-R-A dot com slash T-H-E-O for insurance in black and white. You may see me meandering down the street doing fitness, running, gunning. You may see me making moves. Uh, 
and I'm moving in fabletics. God, you may see a damn flock of women running behind me, a flock of birds. Geese, baby, geet. Many geese. What I'm talking about is fabletics men. Fabletics men. Represents for every guy who wants to look and feel his best. Ooh, he looks good. Ooh, he feels good. They do it without breaking the bank. They keep it simple. They cut the crap. They focus on what counts. Go to fabletics.com slash Theo. That's F-A-B-L-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Theo. To access an insane deal. Stay hard. Get your first two pairs of shorts for just $24. When you become a Fabletics Men VIP member at checkout. All styles, all colors, no exclusions. Get the best active wear at 20 to 50% off retail prices every time you shop. That's right. Become a Fabletics VIP member. You can find out more about it at fabletics.com. Go to fabletics.com slash T-H-E-O for access to that insane deal. Fabletics, man. One guy. Play this beautiful guy right here, man. All right. What up, Theo? What up, Schultzies? Juan from Kansas. Kansas. Out here What's up, Juan? sending in this video. Good to see my two favorite comedians, podcasters on the same post. Let's go. Um, the fuck was I going to say? Didn't you have that, that, that American Schultz-y, flag in your old studio? Shout out to you. I saw you in Kansas City in the heat of COVID. Theo, Damn. I haven't seen you because you're scared to go out, but I see you posting those videos on Instagram. I'll be out, baby. Um, anyways, Andrew, I'm getting married this summer. Any tips on the speech? Oh, as a as a groom, I want to give a speech. That's good, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, how do you how do you perform do, that? Do well, grooms give a speech? I thought you don't speak. I thought everybody else. The, the friend speech. So yeah, the guy doesn't know how it works, but that's his problem. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, don't. Wouldn't it don't. be great if he that's gives his advice? Is just don't give a speech because that's how weddings work. Right? Yeah, that's the advice, bro. There you go. You know, everybody talks about you, and then they trash you and yeah. say that your wife is amazing, yeah. and then the wedding's over. Yeah, dude. You don't say anything. Yeah, it's mostly just trying to you just guessing if any of the dudes are ever hooked up with your lady. Yeah. <laughs> that's what a lot of it is, dude. I'll be at a wedding and I will tell the guy. I just want to let you know if the wife is inviting me, because I'll get invited by something about a wife's. I will say I have not, never had anything to do with your wife. You just out of nowhere say that. Yeah, because I feel like the guy, if but I'm the guy. That fuck him up on the day of his wedding where he's like, why would you say that to me unsolicited? Now I'm thinking that you smashed my wife. To be. Oh, yeah. You can't be thinking like that. You got to think like I think like I'm trying to let you know. I want you to feel safe that, hey, buddy. You know, I just want to let you know I'm just here for food and to be supportive. I yeah. never had, I never even seen your wife. And what if I'm like, I never thought that you saw her because you guys didn't grow up together and you didn't even meet until today. So why are you sharing this information? Oh yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah, because I'm definitely gonna think that you made love to my wife. Oh damn! If you said that, damn, damn, damn. Yeah, like if I came in here and I was like, um, all the boys that you have working here at your factory, they never worked for me before you. What would you think? I feel like you know something about these boys. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, dude. I see. Yeah, I got to, maybe I'll just have to think about it or kind of do a pro-con thing on it. But Yeah, maybe. I uh, Yeah, I, I like to say that. I'll say that to any girl I know who is has a boy around, I yeah. will tell the dude, 
hey man, I just want to let you know I never had anything to do with your lady. Even if it's a lie sometimes. <laughs> I think I just want the dude to feel comfortable. Bro. Wait, do you have any friends that are dating girls that you've slept with? Um, I'm sure I probably do. Currently? Um, I don't know. I don't have a ton of friends at the moment. I mean, I have like, uh, it's like, I'm not in between friends, but it's during COVID. It's like, there's a couple yeah. guys who are your friends. I mean, probably, I probably have, I have probably. Who, who's the next person you're going to stop being friends with? Do you, have you already figured it out? <laughs> 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 have, have you already, have you already, have you already Have a seat. <laughs> Bro, I can't get over how good the show would be. Where were you when I got molested? That's right. We never got to that. Like, he did so much good, but because he're the guy that stops molesters, yeah. you, you look at him like, where the f- Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. Epstein was was at it. <laughs> like, what were you doing? What about some kid who's getting molested? He's just waiting for Chris Hansen to come in the door because he saw the show. And then, and nope, he never does. nothing. Oh, that's got to be heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh. Thailand. Imagine how many people see Chris Hansen. Oh, I hate even thinking about this. This is the sick part about being alive sometimes is the thoughts you have. Like, imagine how many people see Christopher Hansen and think, man, I got reminds him that they got molested. Yeah. But you could also look at it like you might have got molested double if it wasn't for him, for Chris Hansen. Because maybe one of those other guys would have been molesting, but he stopped it. There's no doubt that he stopped a lot of molesting. Yeah, because it's, those guys just go. It's just, it's, it's yep. like, yeah. Yep. It's, yeah. Damn. It's thick stuff, man. What else we got, Riley, man? I want to bring up another question here because I don't know how to get out of where we are. <laughs> a lot of pressure on you today, bro. A lot of pressure. Here we go, man. Uh, yo, Theo, Schultzy, two of my favorites. What up? Finally seeing Schultz live this Saturday night show in uh, in uh, Nashville. Let's go. I saw Theo a couple years ago in uh, Lexington. That's what's Driving up. from Louisville, Kentucky, so I'm hyped for all this. Um, but question here. Out of this list, who do you think is the most likely to have a successful presidential campaign? Mm. And all this is possible in the climate we're in. So here we go. Alex Jones, Dr. Umar, yeah. Do you know AOC, Dr. or Logan Paul? Okay. Mm. What are we thinking? Dr. Umar's that woman, right? No. Dr. Umar Johnson. Mm-hmm. Pull him up. Is Riley Mal. the funniest guy mm-hmm. unintentionally mm-hmm. on the internet. Okay, okay. He is his he's the prince of Pan-Africanism, right? Yeah. So he's it's like uh it's 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 black empowerment and a lot of the stuff that he says is good. It's right, care mm-hmm. about the community, do all these things, but it's to another level. And some might say that he's a bit of a con artist. Really? He's been trying to build a school for just black boys and he's getting this money to build a school, but the school never has been built. And he oh, is yeah. quite can you go to like a Dr. Yeah, Umar Johnson U- highlight reel? Yeah. Let's go to YouTube, uh, Riley. Oh, my God, dude. I got to bring up something because it's just too good. It's it's too, too good. He's a legend. This guy is a legend. Is he really? Undeniably hilarious. How are we Un- looking, Riley? Dr. Umar Johnson highlight video. Can you get that? Yeah. Give me a second. I think there's also like threads on... Uh, 
we go. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, God, it's too good. Let's see. Which one? Uh, let's do the top one there. Let's see. You're watching the oh, no, this is just the Breakfast Club okay. interview. You need a highlight for him. Okay. But Let's go back, Riley. Yeah, I wish I wish I had the video up. Oh my god. Hold on. There we go. Part one. Hit it. Alright, let's see what we got. How many unconscious? There's no cap. No cap. I haven't gotten any donations lately. We need some donations. Dollar sign FDMG school. Get them donations in. If you want to donate to the Black Parent Tour to help Dr. Umar with my expenses, dollar sign Dr. Umar Johnson. Dollar sign Dr. Umar Johnson. Yeah. If you're a single, beautiful, nappy-headed, intelligent, voluptuous black woman, oh. send your resume to Dr. Umar Johnson at Yahoo.com. If you are a single, beautiful, nappy-headed, voluptuous black woman, send your resume. Is he serious? I'm in your ass. Lenore Honor, I'm in your ass. William Clay, I'm in your ass. Gerald Palmer, I'm in your ass. Anti Spengali. Who is this? The I'm Raptors. In your ass. Who's he in talking Mucasa, about? Africa. I'm in your ass. <laughs> Fuck court. Fuck the court. Strong alpha male. Send those resumes in. FDMG resumes <laughs> at gmail.com. And he has a lot of resumes. email addresses, doesn't he? How hard is it to fucking log in for him? I bet. It sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> All right, maybe we didn't choose the right highlight, but trust me, this guy's Unbelievable. good. Trust it's me, already good. good, I promise. It's already good. <laughs> I wish we came with more heat, bro. I got to come with the links next time. Damn, dude. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck, bro? I, I was kind of a bomb right there. It's kind of a big bomb. I feel really bad. I know how important, you know, dead air is on a podcast. <laughs> what was the question? I don't know, dude. Oh, yeah. Who would you want to be? Who is a realistic president? Uh, oh, yeah, who's a realistic president? president. Uh, Logan Paul, probably. You think I don't? Uh, oh wait, Logan maybe the most I, realistic chance. I thought the other guy. Who? Somebody just offered me a jet from here to go watch the brother fight. Would you? Alex take Johnson. It? Yeah. Wait, Alex no. Jones? No, no, no. To watch the brother, Logan Paul's brother. Oh, oh, Jake. Yeah, I can't decide if I want to go or not. I oh know. yeah, if you can go, go. Are you kidding? It's gonna be a great. It's gonna be a great event. You think so? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll go. Yeah. There's going to be like performances and shit. They know what they're doing. Wait, is it that thriller shit again? Yeah. Oh, dude. I don't you like, like it? it. Bro, I felt like I was stuck at a fucking nightclub in Jacksonville. Yeah. That's the whole thing it felt like, dude. dude maybe that's why I liked it. <laughs> was that Florida, bro. There was just bro. some bad lights and people fucking basically look like a couple of rappers wandering around singing while they were looking for their fucking car keys. And then they would cut to some fucking box. The boxing was fucking bad. I thought it was bad. Man. Really? Yeah. I, I loved it, bro. Did you? Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, maybe it was just cool to see Mike Tyson fight again. It was cool to see Roy Jones fight again. And then it was shocking to see Jake Paul just completely obliterate yeah, Nate crazy. Robinson. But, uh, dude, and a lot of people thought Nate was going to win that, probably. Yeah. That's just racism. Yeah. But that's like <laughs> that was that's racism the other way. Is it? Yeah, yeah, is that? like, that's this white like, guy can't beat a black guy yeah. in a fight. <laughs> that's what the, people just looked at it. And they're like, "There's no way that white guy can beat a black guy in a fight." And then yeah. people are like, "Yeah, but he's like, 
six inches taller and he, he weighs more and, and we're like yeah but, but he's a white guy <laughs> his name is jake there's no way that he can win in a fight and it turns out that motherfucker can fight that's crazy bro that's the thing about being able to fight you can't really talk much shit to that person afterwards like yeah. all the people who just like clown jake paul and make fun of jake paul that yeah. kind of stopped like yeah. the famous people like all of a sudden like snoop dogg and shit are like hanging with him like when he i remember jake paul did a music video with like uh gucci Mane, and everybody was like teasing him and shit about it and right. now all of a sudden all these rappers want to hang out with him. right everybody wants to hang out with the the silverback man everybody yeah. wants to hang out with the guy who's knocking people out that's a good point huh yeah i bet your boy's going through <clears throat> that right now who's that dustin Oh yeah, I'm like, sure he. Oh, I know he's been. Heck, yeah, people have been trying to get him to do everything. My, nah, he said, stop. Yeah, driving gloves. He said somebody hit him up to model driving gloves. I'm like, Jesus, man. For golf? Huh? No, for driving autos, bro. Like, yeah. like the taxi cab drivers like, in New York and shit. Like roaring twenties kind of shit. Bro, too, yeah. dude, whenever I get into a taxi cab and the guy had gloves, I was like, bro, we're about to be early. Like this guy came <laughs> ready to work, bro. Yeah, who's putting on, dude? How strenuous is holding the wheel? We got power steering now, dude. People drive with their knees, dude. There are people who have no arms and they go to work by driving with their fucking feet, and you got full on gloves to hold the wheel the wheel is made out of gloves know, they dude. made it easier for you they just put the glove on the wheel yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable what could it possibly do i don't know, I don't know after a long day of drive you think you take it off and you're like thank god i'm, oh. I'm sweating these, <laughs> these in the laundry but i think they're weighted to help you like get like yeah. <laughs> no he's wearing weighted drive have you fucking seen America, dog? People are wearing complete bullshit. There was a weighted swimming neck brace that two people fucking drowned in. That they had a lawsuit like eight years ago. Wait, why would anybody yeah, dude. wear weights in the pool? Because they're fucking idiots, dude. Have you been alive? Have you fucking been outside of your eyes? No. People are retarded, bro. A weighted swimming device. People are legally retarded, and then there's people that are just after that. Yo, that's the thing that's crazy. Is it like we have to decide when a retard starts? Right. And there are people who are just not retarded. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. We call them normal. Dude, there's no that. Yeah. That first. The first little IQ point yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Those people walking around barely getting by. Yeah. yeah. Like every once in a while, want to make one of them moans. Them yeah, little yeah. fucking Jurassic Park. <laughs> there is a yeah okay alan his parents just let him go outside and just fucking turn around and just look at each other just, just uh, yeah. <laughs> they gotta hold in that fucking That's sound crazy. so nobody knows yeah. they gotta hold that shit in. oh yeah just looking around <laughs> 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 It's like a mosquito. Who do you <laughs> yeah, dude. That's like a mosquito, dude. Bro, Bro I realized yesterday how weird is this? Oh, Tell me if this is racist okay, or not, dude. Because you're the closest thing you're the closest thing we've had to a black guest in a while, dude. Is the US postal system basically just like giving mail to a black guy and hoping it gets where it's supposed to go? That's what I feel like, bro. <laughs> That's what I realized the other day. 
that the U.S. postal system today is basically just like hand in the mail to a black guy and hoping he cares enough for it to go where it's supposed to go. Is that not fucking the truth? Like, go mail something, bro. <laughs> Go mail something. <laughs> yeah, you might be on this. <laughs> yeah, no homo or nothing, but like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> what did what you get lost, bro? Huh? I mean, this it's just a lot of things, bro. A lot, right? Bro, U.S. postal system shit yeah, is yeah, yeah. It's 50 50. Remember shot when Trump now. tried to fix it and America was like, stop! Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like, this doesn't work. And they're like, stop! Yeah. Stop it! And he was like, he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, it's just yeah. handing it to a black guy and maybe he brings it. And then they're like, stop yeah. trying to make it better, yeah. you dickhead! <laughs> What the fuck are you thinking? He's like, but maybe there's a better system even for them. Like, we could give them an address or something to get your postage to. And America's like, fuck you for wanting us to get our mail. Piece of shit. Yeah, are you crazy, guy? Dude, the anxiety of working there. You think we want our white mail fucking traveling around the country anymore? This shit has to stop, dude. But just imagine being that poor black guy. They just give you a satchel full of shit. And they're like, do you know where where any of this shit... Go deliver it! Yeah, but I was just wondering if, the, if I should uh, should know like, where, where... Is there like a route? Is there anything? Dude, how many black dudes out there are just pretending they're Santa every day and just fucking putting mail wherever? Bro, how many fucking... Bro, bro, have you ever seen it like a male Are person? Are we racist or not, bro? Yo, but have you ever seen a male? Will they just let us know? Every day I go to my mailbox and I'm thinking there's going to be a letter no. and it's just going to say yes or no. <laughs> and just, just, never, but it never comes. <laughs> just tell us, man. Uh. That was a good laugh. It was a good laugh, man. But we're no closer to an answer. We never will be, man. Shit's getting wild, you know? They said that, uh, what did I see the other day? They're thinking about doing a movie with black Christopher Columbus, which just fucking blew my mind, you know? Really? Yeah. I mean, it's I, that, that's actually kind of cool. You know, I, I fell off at the Black Annie, so I, from the beginning I was out, you mm. know, of like the forced, like the forced... Because otherwise, I want to see white Amistad. You know what I'm saying? I want to see the other way. I want to see Japanese Amistad, or I want to see, you know, Ginger Amistad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that would be, be kind of sick. Yeah. Ginger Amistad. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. Bunch of gingers on a ship. Yeah. That's like Vikings. That was the Vikings. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, but not doing well, you know, or having a tough- Yeah, being like- Steerage, in steerage. In steerage, Yeah. Yeah, you don't like to force diversity. I don't like it. Yeah. I just don't think I get it. I get like there's some need for it in some places, but it's like unless you're doing it everywhere, I just don't think it helps. I think in the end things have to be merit-based because otherwise you can't say like at this company you got to have this, but over here on this company you don't have. You know, it just kind of Yeah. And I think it rubs people the wrong way after a while. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I don't think it works for anyone. 
because yeah. the the communities that are being quote unquote represented aren't really being represented because they're just taking a black person and making them play a traditional white role. Yeah. So like the black community is not going, yeah, that's us. They're going, no, you're just acting like that white guy. Yeah. Like, Hey Alvin, you're a businessman today. <laughs> He's like, huh? Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like <laughs> when like, if you want to tell a story about a black businessman, you could easily do that. There easily. are tons of stories yeah. about black businessmen. <laughs> yeah, that's what but they're like. so fucking lazy in Hollywood and they're so racist. This is how racist Hollywood. They're like, wait, do you think people would care about a black person's story? Fuck no. <laughs> Just make them James Bond. <laughs> right? Like that that's... That was like a hundred years of Hollywood. Yeah. That's what I don't yeah. understand how black people are like so like don't like don't y'all see that Hollywood didn't give a fuck about y'all yeah, 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 for yeah. so yeah. long. Yeah, like yeah. Virgil Tibbs was y'all's only dude forever. That. That's in the heat of the night. Can you pull up Virgil Tibbs, please, brother? Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Jesus. Can't get this fucking guy to work. Jeez, Unbelievable. Go. Come on. <laughs> Unfucking believable, dude. <laughs> But yeah, dude, it is a little fucked up when you think about it like that. Well, it just doesn't behoove anybody. Does I don't it? know. There you go, Virgil Tibb. Oh, now. yeah, dude, this is from Sneakers. Yeah, this is from In the Heat of the Night. Yeah, of course, of course. But uh, He was my favorite, man. Oh, no, 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 Virgil Tibbs, whoopsie, my bad. And that is um, Hercule Poirot, I think, is the other guy, and that's from Raisin in the Sun. I was Dude, thinking, first of all, is raising in no, the sun a racial term? I feel like can it's we fucking super racist? But can I say what I said was really racist, but it wasn't? I said sneakers, right? Because I was thinking of Sidney Potier, right? Mm -hmm. And I looked and I was like, but that guy looks like Sidney fucking Potier. And then I was like, ah, oh, shit. Am I racist? Am I making two black people look the same? No. The third picture says what underneath it? Third picture. Sydney Podia. So the one that I looked at was Sydney Podia. Well, one of them is a movie Fucking and man. one of them is a television show. Yeah. Virgil Tibb Virgil Tibbs the character. Right. And Sidney Podia played uh him in the movie. Ah gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. But yeah, I just, and I love now how now Hollywood's like, oh yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like Yeah. I wish people would just understand Hollywood. It's just Only, a yeah, it's a business. It's a right? business. It's, it's, I it's, try to get attached more to it, and that's one of my problems. Sometimes I'll and attach it more. Down. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, man, they don't want me this and that. They're just a fucking business that thinks they're run really, really. That thinks they're great. That's also a yeah. thing about them. And, and I'm it's like, one of those things where, like, I feel like they set it up almost like McDonald's, where you know how. And this is not to insult motherfuckers who work at McDonald's, but anybody can work at McDonald's. Mm. Like they set it up so that yeah you're right actually anybody can work at McDonald's because they even do they do everybody from Down syndrome hires to uh, full fledged capable hires exactly right yeah so they got the whole spectrum and it's a brilliant business in that way where anybody can go in there and pretty much figure it out and then you can improve and become a manager and do all these other things but like the lower level positions right there anybody can kind of do and they set it up that way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for a little while, Hollywood set up the system so well that they could insert whoever they wanted, mm -hmm. and it kind of worked out, right? Like, there are a few actors, and there are a few, like, movie franchises and shit, and you were just like, do people like this guy? Like, what the fuck? But I'm still going to watch it, because that's what's on TV. Yeah. You know? And I do think that the internet kind of exposed that. Like, when you think about it, we just talk shit for hours, and that's better than a TV show that they spent tens of millions <laughs> yeah, of dollars on. Yeah. Like, you and I 
have just made retard sounds. There was a part of this podcast where we just made retard sounds. Right? I only made one, but yeah. But you did a couple because you did the You mosquito. did a couple. You did more. You no, did dude. the most. Yeah, you but you did the, did the baritone Take one. that king of the sting, okay? You eat your weird foods. We're out here and we're making retard sounds. You guys are bad friends. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You guys are both two guys that I told I wouldn't do podcasts with. That's who you guys are. So let's fucking go. Shots fired. Bobby Lee, you taking that. Santino, you taking that. Bobby Lee's not even awake right now, and it's 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Guy texted me at 2.49 a.m. the other day asking me a normal daytime question. (laughs) What he asked. I love that motherfucker so much. What Haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That's because I'm fucking daytonal, fam. <laughs> Tighten up, dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. I don't know. Nah, he if, runs uh, a tight ship, bro. I remember during Corona, I went over there to do uh, his podcast. And, no, they were uh, in a good ship. And uh, him and his girl. Kalila. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're great. And uh and I came over I came with the crew, right? And uh they wouldn't let the crew in because of Ooh. corona. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they got real specific. They got a new home too. But and they also, don't want a lot of people in their new home. I think her parents have like potential comorbidities. Oh, so really? she was taking it crazy serious and I get that. Yeah. Cause you know what I mean? That was back in the day, like if you're old, you just die. At least that's what we thought. So I do understand that. But I was like, okay, look at how responsible fucking Bobby is, bro. Bobby was the wildest boy. And now this guy's a grown-ass responsible man. Yeah, man. I mean, they're great. They're really great over there. I love Bobby. Bobby, I'll say this. He always comes through when you when you need him. Bobby comes through when you need him. Man. Really? Yeah. Has he been there for you? He has. Bobby comes through when you need him. Um, And it's fun, man. Look, we get to play in this world of like, doing podcasts and like you know this is absurd what we get to do we get to talk to freaking legends legends you know like i mean we get to talk to legends yeah you know like i got to talk the other day we had bobby like bobby kennedy jr on right like we had but i'm just saying like we had a kennedy on. is he the anti-vax guy yeah Yeah, he's he's a he's safe vax safe Safe vax vax. what does that mean he just wants the vax to be tested for a decent amount of time in decent way before they give them to people which isn't reasonable bro crazy like why we call him crazy i agree bro before you inject me with some crazy shit can you like look at it a bit like that's that's all he's saying Dude, who's running the vaccination program? The USPS, bro? Is that what? The USPS is just like, take this shit and fucking run with it. Do your best, fam. Do your best, fam. And this guy's out there like, yo, can you just look in the ingredients? Can you look at the ingredients? Can I get a nutrition facts or whatever? Can, give me the back of the Snapple, bro. Isn't that crazy you get a vaccine and don't even have the back of the Snapple, bro? That's not. That is crazy, bro. Yeah. It don't even just show tell me you. the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just show me the back where it says it got this much sodium and this much sugar and this much yeah. added sugar. Where the riboflavins at, dude? Where? Just show me how the many back. riboflavins you got, dog? Dude, I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. Are you getting vaxxed? I don't want to come out as an anti-vaxxer, but I don't think. I would say no. Like, I don't think I need the vax, and I would like to wait a year or two to make sure everything's cool. I grew up in a community where they, the, the, when they had the vaccine for polio, mm. they 
created it in my community in Louisiana. And it gave cervical cancer to millions of women, millions of women in America. But the government had already made it. They'd already created and spent all the money to make so much of it that they had to. Because it also got rid of polio. But the cost was your pussy got to get taken out. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a buzzy, man. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. That sounds like a pussy problem. You know As a non-owner. I was a, <laughs> this, they out there stealing Bugattis. <laughs> I ain't got a Bugatti. <laughs> Y'all pussy, son. That's all my... Bro, how great is 6ix9ine? All he does, yeah, he yeah. walks into a fucking... Uh, he walks into a Johnson and Murphy at the airport. He's like, Y'all pussy, son. Meek Mill, y'all pussy. I love it. Look at this right here, bro. That dude drops more N-bombs than anybody I've ever met. The most. <laughs> dude, he's, do you see that documentary about him? The Hulu one? Yeah. No, I haven't seen the Hulu one. It was so great because it just shows, yeah, all these rappers are afraid to kill anybody anymore because everybody's making money. So now you can just rip them to shreds and there's no consequences. He found it out. He figured it out. And, and that's what I appreciate about him so much is that like, I don't like, uh, how do I say this? Like, if you made your wealth in blood money, I don't like you morally grandstanding. Like, I'm okay if you make your money dirty, but don't tell me how to be good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it was a lot of rappers for like a moment who like their whole career bragged about horrible shit that they were doing. Like Benny Hinn. I don't know who that is. Um, He's not a rapper, but like a speaker kind of go on anyway i said no i said nothing anyway but but you know what i'm saying it's like you, if you're talking about how much you kill people sell drugs and do that other shit and then you're also like we need to take care of our communities and it's like bro i've been listening to three <laughs> albums of you murdering your community bro you know what I mean? like, like, when, now if you want to if you want to make a change in your life that's great i'm with it 100 yeah, yeah. awesome like but, nas yeah boom there you go or if you just want to tell did the i get stories, that right yeah nas yeah, thanks, man. Nas, we call Nas. But, like, if you want to tell a story, look, you could do whatever the fuck you want to do. But right. I could also go, man, shut your fucking ass up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like I'm not selling orange juice all of a sudden. If I start selling orange juice, it's going to seem like, come on, man. Yeah. You don't really know anything about this. Exactly. 100%. Especially if your whole life you're like, you, you are fuck totally fruit. against fruit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't care if you get proper nutrition or, or fucking beverages or not. Yeah. It's like, for example, if you like, you rode so hard for New York and you like swore you would never leave New York, you know what I mean? And then like a pandemic came and then you moved to Miami. Like that type of person would be a hypocrite. Yeah. A piece of shit even. And yeah. I might not even ever listen to what a guy like that would say. Yeah, it'd be fucking flagrant. Yeah, it would be super flagrant. <laughs> be super flagrant. <laughs> it would be super flagrant. Like, what an asshole that guy would be. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> really, realistically, yeah. fucking scumbag. You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially if he was like, yo, anybody who leaves right New York right now is a fucking pussy. I'm never leaving. And even posted a meme from the Wolf of Wall Street about how I'm not leaving. Like, like if he did that type of thing. <laughs> Let me see if I see anybody like that in here, bro. Let me see. Are you? Are you? 
Nah, bro, I'm Hippocrates, man. I tell them. Dude, I like it. Hey, you got, there's no, that's the thing about also, about all of this. I think the listeners all recognize, in the end, it's all just people, you're just trying your best, you're talking so much, you fucking got to hit, you got to come against your own tail. This idea that, like, we got to be locked into the way we feel for the rest of our life, like, nah, bro, you, you, I'm a hypocrite. We're all hypocrites. If you say you're not a hypocrite, you're a fucking hypocrite. (laughs) Want to let you know that the new Be Good to Yourself hoodies are sold out, but they'll be back in stock soon. The original Be Good to Yourself hoodie is back in stock now, and summertime designs are coming soon. That's right. Go to theovon.com slash store. We also would love for you to contribute exciting content to the podcast. You can do that through theovon.com. Submit unique TikToks and videos and supplements and things that you see. That's right. Or you can email them to tpwproducer at gmail.com. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Liquid Death. This episode is brought to you by Modify and the last website you'll ever need. Yep. It's the last website you will ever need. Think about that. Think about a website. And that's the only time you need to do it. Because Modify will take it from there. They're like a warm blanket of comfort once you get involved with them. They built my website, theovon.com. You don't have to do anything. Modify's last website plan features no cost to build, no contract, 45-day turnaround, unlimited revisions and support, easy editing tools, free redesigns, satisfaction guaranteed, all for just $249 a month. Yep, $249 a month. It really seems to be good to be true. Can't take my sight off of you. Yep, and they'll fix your logo up too. That's right. To learn more about the last website you'll ever need, visit modify.com Theo and get a $250 credit when you subscribe for your world-class website. Again, that's modify with a P-H, M-O-D-I-P-H-Y dot com slash Theo. These guys don't F around, gang. We had a guy named Coincidence in our town, which was cool. Yeah, he used to work at the uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. You had a Bed Bath & Beyond? Yeah. It's a pretty bougie store. Yeah, it was in in, um, Slidell, which was like the town near us by. Dude, we used to go camp out at the mall. We would go there, go to the mall, and then camp in a tent outside and go back in the next day. Why? Yeah, just to be at the mall, man. The mall was sick? The mall was good. Did you enjoy your childhood? <clears throat> I think I did in hindsight. It was just scary. I felt like it was scary because it was like a lot of dangerous kind of whites and dangerous blacks. I felt like I was also like real scared. So I think I was like scared of everything, huh. you know? But I was also like, you know... And I could do anything I wanted. There was nobody keeping, you know, like, you know, I was supposed to drink milk and fucking be alive for like 15 years. <laughs> like, that was like kind of the fucking guidance, you no know? No one took care of you. Yeah, there was just no, like, like everything was like, yeah, it was just kind of like, nobody ever checked in to see what was going on. It was just fucking, <laughs> it was like somebody wild? started me at the top of a hill. Yeah, yeah, just, just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I may check in with you sometime. But in hindsight, it was fun, you know? Yeah. But we lived in a fun area, man. We lived in a fun area. You just speak about it a lot, and I think in a way that's, uh, I don't know, loving and like cherished. 
but the stories can often be traumatizing. But I don't know. It seems like you're kind of happy with them. Yeah. I think for a long time I wasn't because I think they were traumatizing. And then you've kind of dealt with them and accepted them? Yeah, I just think as I grow older, I realize that, well, also we need good stories. Mm. There's not a lot of people out there telling stories anymore. Mm. It's almost like in Hollywood, everything gets so like chopped down, I feel like a lot of times, that they don't let you tell the good story or even the true story. Mm. Like you can't tell a story like, and you can't tell a story a lot of, even true stories about like race and stuff sometimes because they act like sometimes as a white person, if you say the word black or if you say it, or if you say something about like, like two of my best black friends got killed by other black guys, right? Yeah. So I don't like, that shit makes me mad, right? When I see a lot of stuff like First 48 and those type of shows where there's a lot of black on black crime and you see there's white people making money off the show. Mm. I'm sure whoever you follow the makers of the show, yeah. it's going to get a little fucking. Money's not going back into the community of Memphis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not, right? Yeah. Right, right. It's not going into fucking Memphis. And let's just say Memphis, okay? I, mean, yeah. I think Memphis needs it. And yeah, yeah. They're just going, I hope someone gets <laughs> murdered in this 48-hour period because that's what the show is. There's a producer of that show. Yeah. They're just going to work every week going, I hope someone gets yeah. murdered. Jesus Christ. That's a tough yeah. way to make it. Oh, damn, it's Easter? Though. Fuck, it's always slow around this time of year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah dude. Groundhog's Day. We're going to have another three weeks of winter or whatever. Yeah. But I just have, like I feel like sometimes it's like if I say that, man, I feel like sometimes it's just, it scares me how much black on black crime there is, that people think that I'm against like, like I want black people to live and prosper. I don't, it's not like I'm a, then think it's a, like that black people are bad. Does that make yeah. any sense? Yeah, I think that the tricky thing with that is just like, all crime is usually committed within the same race because most people just live around their race. Right. So I think the term to a lot of people is like, well, black and black crimes and white and white crime, like white people are murdering white people. Like all these serial killers often are just murdering white chicks. Like you watch any of these documentaries, just a white dude murdering white chicks. It's not white and white crime. I and guess. that's easy too. Let's be honest, bro. dude. It was so. Easy Where's to the white people? dude murdering black chicks, dude, bro? That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that right there, that right there, that would be like hard to do. Fucking Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, yeah. Where like, is that? You need like a you science need a, experiment. Yeah, you need a plane. Like that, You're gonna need a plane. All these serial killers are pussy, bro. Yeah. You're just going after white chicks. Yeah, Go to dude. the hood, Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. Pussy ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. These black chicks are fighting. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snuffing the dude. Bro, I, the cops. I got him. I got him. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> they had this white girl in my class growing up. I could not breathe deep without this chick seeing me from across the fucking class. Like she just always had a beat on whatever I was doing. Dude. <laughs> was I do? think she thought I could maybe, you know, just end up being a crazy person or something. <laughs> so I just, she, anytime I even like would be like, <sighs> I fucking noticed you. Yes, yes. We not shooting up the school today, Theo. No. No. <laughs> no. Maybe black on black, because maybe you just see more. I mean, maybe it's because there's shows like that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, there's uh, there's no doubt that there's black on black crime. I don't think anybody denies that. Right, but what I hate is, or maybe it's, maybe, and it could, it could all be in my head, but it's like, if I say that, I feel sometimes like, oh, then people think I'm against black people. It's like, no, no, no. I don't no. You, think you, that. You want to I want black people. Yeah. I want... I just want everybody, yeah, I don't know. You know that there's a disproportionate amount of crime in that community, and you just want that to stop, right? Yeah, or it just like bums me out. And it seems almost like there's way more news or media attention to when like uh, the police do something to a black person than when black people are affected within their own community. It just seems that way. Because 
the media is selling the the sexiest story. Like yeah. right now, stop Asian hate is the story. And a yeah. few years ago, it was anti-Muslim violence was the story, right? So anything happened to a Muslim, that was the or slims. We call story. them slims. Slims. Actually. You know what I mean? Raleigh, <laughs> you get a lot of Asian hate wherever you're from. You get it? I don't. And we got a real Asian right here. And what do you say about it? Um, if somebody throws something at you, that's hate, right? Yeah. What they throw at you? No, but I'm just saying if. I'm trying if to see do. what is Asian hate. Uh, yeah. I know it's shootings. That's easy. Yeah, man. It's tricky with the Asian hate, though, because the, the, the tough thing about Asians is, like, they're like Asians that are here way longer than maybe either of us. Like, yeah. they've just been here forever. But because they look Asian, I think there are certain Americans that just don't see them as American. You know? Just for whatever reason. Like, I think the idea of America for a lot of people is white and black. Even non-racist people. They're just like, white and black people, that's what makes up Americans. Right. And everybody else just kind of got to, like, pick a, a an identity or side. So if you're Asian or if you're, like, Indian or you're, what's another one? I don't know. Some other one. Russian. You just got to go, how am I going to act? Am I going to act kind of, like, culturally white or am I going to act culturally black? Oh, that's true. Well, I think, but, and also some of it is just because those are our two kind of Archetypes. leading vibes yeah. in the country. And, and they're the most they're the most prevalent and they've been here the longest. Yeah. Right, so everybody kind of try to. Fit. I'm sure if we moved, if I moved to China, I start look like by one of the day Chinese four. People. Boom, I get I I will get a little bit little Chinese. Yeah. Yes, I'll start to kind of yeah. I'll do just little things that I see them do. I start to do it. Yeah, I start to do it. I move quickly. Take a shit on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll do whatever. Just take a shit on the sidewalk. Fit in. I'll cough into my fucking child's mouth <laughs> so it doesn't get out into the air. But they'll do that kind of stuff, bro. The Chinese dog, let's let's be honest about the Chinese. Like, that's one thing I don't like sometimes. It's like, America, we have to make every moment in America acceptable for everyone in some right. magical fucking way. Yeah. Bro, you go to fucking, dude, I went to a bar, I went to China, they don't give a, bro, you die in China, they make a fucking soup out of you, they feed the fucking People are hungry, team, bro. Two and billion. they cruise. Yeah. Shit moves on, dog. Shit, Shit I mean, li- and they'll do yeah, that in yeah. an eight-minute set, bro. Done. And that's just how they—they they don't. It's not like life doesn't. I'm not saying it's their lives aren't as important as anybody else, but life doesn't. The way we feel about life doesn't mean it's not We're the individuals same. Individuals and important. Yes, and, and everybody should care about us. And there, yes. the community is more important. And yes. the individual is not as valued. And the individual serves the community. I think the idea of the mask is not you're going to get me sick. The idea of the mask is I'm sick. I might get you sick and I don't want to be a burden on my community. That's the Asian idea of the mask, which is pretty lit when you think about it. But of course, when we see Asians with masks like five years ago, like, or three years ago before Corona, we're just like Michael Jackson fan. (laughs) Yeah. Michael Jackson fan. Or we're just like, what are you trying to say? Our our air's dirty, right? You know what are you trying to say? We got, we got disease. Like we saw it as an insult instead of them being considerate. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and that's part of it. Just the vibe in America is like Individual, I can dog. do whatever. It's about me, and we've had so much freedom. Yeah, we've had so we have extra freedom. freedom. Freedom is lit if you know what freedom is. But if you never have freedom, you don't care. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh yeah. Like you don't know what you're missing. Exactly. Like I, there, I'm sure there's guys that do some like crazy sex move or whatever like that, right? And like once they know what it is, they love it. Their girl loves it. But like I don't know what that is. I don't know that. So I don't know. 
what the fuck? I'm missing out, so I'm good. Yeah. And I think that's what we think people in China are like, well, don't you miss this freedom? You got to do whatever the government tells you. And they're like, we never had freedom. Yeah. This is all we know. And everybody around us gets this same shit, so it's fine. Yeah. And it works. It works. And I'm wondering, starts to wonder if maybe we're getting to the part of capitalism where things don't really work as cool as it once I, did. I, I, do you I, think about that sometimes? Yeah. Cause like, I wonder if like capitalism <clears throat> is just like your teenage years. Right. And then, like, mm. like, because America's young. Like, that's what people got to realize. Like, this is a good young. podcast, man. I just realized this that. is fun. This is fun. It but is like, fun. America's so young, bro. Like, Europeans, I think a lot of times they like judge us, right? And what Europeans, they, I think, uh, Europeans yeah, they got all the history. Judge. They got all the ships. But I'm telling, like, that's why I say I'm like, guys. One, we don't care because nobody cares about y'all. But at the same time, like, you had thousands of years to develop your culture and ways. Right. We're figuring it out. We just got money. All of us yeah. were poor. Everybody came from poverty. Like, yeah, my dad probably came for a little money, but if you go to his dad or his dad, poor. My mom, poor. Right. Everybody in America is a few generations or 99% of people are a few generations away from dirt poor. Yeah. So we got some money. Yeah. So we're going to spend the money. We flexing right now. It's that, you see what the Slims are doing Percocet. out there in the Middle East, right? Molly Percocet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're building islands out of sand. They look like oh, fucking palm trees. Oh, they're sand pussies out of sand. Sand pussies. That's <laughs> yeah, insane. Sand sounds like a diss that somebody <laughs> would say. Bunch of sand pussies out there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but you know, so like. But they're making them, yeah. They're we're building snow out. out of fucking sand. It's crazy what they're doing. Yeah, what they're doing. They're making cold sand. Cold sand. They figured it out. But you're right. It's like, yeah, we're in this teenage years. But I wonder how does this shit in like it goes when, to socialism? I I don't even like saying it because it sounds like some like Bernie shit or whatever. Like, oh, we got to give everybody money, blah blah blah. But I think what happens is it becomes like Europe is a, a thousand years ahead of us, right? And I think they're like. Okay, in order for us not to have this crazy division, in order for us not to be killing everybody, in order for us not to everybody hate each other, we kind of need to spread the wealth in a way and provide healthcare in a way where everybody has a decent opportunity at success in this country. Mm. That's I think that's what it eventually gravitates to because there's a reason every fucking country in Europe has the kind of similar socialist system and every country in Europe is a few thousand years old. Mm. So I assume... We don't have to force it now, but I assume we will slowly gravitate towards that. And we kind of are already when you think about it. But a lot of that is also rich people just hiding behind the government to make poor people feel okay. Yeah. Which is also okay. Uh, is, yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what I don't know the so long-term effects of that, though. Rich people hiding behind the government to make poor people feel okay. What does that mean again? I don't know. Is that socialism? Uh, I don't know exactly it. what socialism is. I think it's just tax a little bit more and like giving poor people a little bit more so they're not struggling. Right, right, right. And I think we're in a, uh, yeah, like, and I think there's also going to be some disconnect we're at certain okay points. We're okay letting poor people struggle here because I think on the back of our heads, we're like, yo, we, we were We need all more poor. 30 for 30s. There we go. Dog, to be honest on. with you. Yo, Europe got the trash as 30 for 30s, bro. They should have had way better ones. But they don't. Their 30 for 30s was like Christopher Columbus. Yeah. That 30 30 was lit. <laughs> yeah, was like their 30 for 30s was like Joan of Arc. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you go back a thousand years, bro, their 30 for 30s were lit. Louis the fucking 13th oh, dude, or whatever. Yeah. Like those the 14th, 30, baby. The 14th, the 13th. 13th. Didn't do shit, dude. 13th had asthma and they killed him Get for it. Get out of yeah, here, bro. Dog. Dude would have died. You better show up. Say, fucking, run up that hill. You better show up with both bags working, baby. You can't <laughs> one bag in it, dog. 
They took that dude's <laughs> life. Took him out? Yeah. What was he doing that was so strenuous? Bro, who knows? He's the king. Oh, That's the best job to have asthma. Know, Yo, why don't you get me that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, really? Off the head with a head. No, dude, you got to fucking be able to finish the line, son. You got to be able to finish the line. Yeah, dog. dog. You got to be able to finish you got, it. Off of the head. That's right. One breath. Oh, yeah. A single breath, yeah. bro. Here. Yeah, yeah, we don't want yeah. it. Yeah. Get out of here, bro. Yeah. That was it, dog. Dude, we <laughs> should have else, a castle, bro. Fire ass thirty for thirty from back in the day. We should have a castle. I think we got some castles. Yeah, that's. But true. yo, once we got here, we were like, yo, castles are hard to build. Like, yeah. fuck stone. Yeah. I think that's what America really broke away from Europe to do. Just build shit out of wood. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad thought. Cause that stone shit, it looks cool, but it's heavy, dog. It's heavy, but then think about the manliness back then. You know, we I mean, soft now. People got PVC pipe. It used to be used to have to fill your mouth up and fucking put, put in your next buddy's mouth. You know what I'm saying? Old school plumbing, bro. You hey, know what bro, I'm talking speak about? Speak for yourself, dog. Some of us still out here, bro, <laughs> kicking it Whatever, old school, dog. dude. You know, hey, some of us still left out here. your city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you left your city, bro. I leave bro. my traditions. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I brought them down to Miami. Respect, man. Respect. Let's pull up one more question, man, before we let this beautiful fella get off the hook, man. What else we got here? Here, uh, um, fuck, I don't even know this guy's name, man. Raleigh Mal. Here comes a young fella right here. What up, Theo? What up, Schultzy? Gosh, got a quick question for you. you know you both are new to UFC and want to see which one of y'all superstars would uh, win if y'all did a tag team match. Theo and Dustin or Schultzy and Israel? Let me know. Baby season. I'll beat that baby's ass. I'll say this, dude. And no offense, man. Beautiful child, bro. Dude, we. I'll tell you this. Nobody picks being friends with better UFC fighters no, than you and fact, me, bro. Than you Yo, and me, baby. We can spot talent, bro. Let's go. Okay. Yo, we can really spot talent. Beloved fighters, dude. Of yeah. all the fucking guys out there who look like they've been attacked by fucking dogs. And we pick some fucking kings. Yo, that's a great-ass point, man. It's a good point, man. Yeah, I don't know with that one. I mean, it's tough. That one's tough, man, because, um, you know, Theo's got, Theo's got his superpowers, bro. Like, if you go full rat king, it might be a short day of work. You know what I mean? Because we got rabies, baby. Uh, you might you might gnaw on me. Or, you know, you might do something. I just don't know how to combat that at all. So we, you might take me out, but then Izzy might have an advantage over Dustin just because of the size. Yeah. So it, it, it might... It's tricky, bro. It's a really tricky one, man. Yeah, I think when you get into those type of guys and the, the size is big. I mean, look at Izzy versus Blokovic, you know? The size, just when you don't think about the fact of bro, somebody with 10 extra pounds on laying you. on you. Yep. It's a lot of extra weight. On man. their feet, the fight was even. Yeah. But the second he got him down, there's just nothing he could do. And there's nothing you can do. And it's like, that's why that's why they have the weight divisions there, you know. Yeah. But uh, but kudos to, I mean, look. That's <clears throat> where in boxing, you can get away with weight division stuff a little bit more. Because you can be tactical. You don't got to hurt the guy. You might not be able to hurt the guy in a higher weight class, but mm -hmm. you can outbox him. But when it comes to MMA, those the weight, when you're laying on top of someone... Yeah. There's only so much you could just lift off of you. Right. 
you know? And especially when it gets strategic, like, you know, when people are strategically placing their weight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. big, man. And especially if you're new to having that weight, you know? Yeah. But, um... What do you think about Dustin fighting uh, Connor again? It looks like that's going to happen. Yeah. It does look like it's happen. I think it's a smart fight for Dustin, man. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a smart fight for him. Mm. I hope that the fight happens. That's what I start to worry. I start to, uh... I mean, Dustin just works so hard. He just deserves to have the rewards that he wants. And I think he's starting to kind of like, it's interesting. Once you get to certain points in your career, you start to see some rewards. What matters. And also what some rewards matter to you at certain times. I think I know where you're going with this, but go, go, You know, I think sometimes you're like, okay, like when you're younger, you know. I need the belt. I need the belt. I want the trophy I deserve to be recognized we want recognition Mm -hmm. and then once i think you also get enough recognition and you get to a point where you see okay i also want to be rewarded and be able to take care of myself and my family and so i think it's it's um and and in the end you start to realize everything's kind of a business it's also it's kind of the it's we get romanced by that belt, bro. And I've always been, I'm a helpless romantic. You know, I always, it's one thing I never liked about sometimes about like going to Hollywood is you see behind the curtain. Like I loved In the Heat of the Night because it was like, it was a TV show about like this community and it was real to me, man. And Carol O'Connor was like the sheriff and he like cared about the, he cared about the convicts and about, and there was like race stuff going on, but everybody was trying their best. Just like, it felt like a, a and, but then you get there and I drive across my neighborhood and Carol O'Connor's fucking buried right there. And his yeah, son yeah, apparently yeah. was doing heroin down the street. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the, the curtain goes away yeah, and yeah, you start yeah. to see that things, a lot of things that we built, even yes. the magic of things is a business. Yeah. So I think in some of it, you just keep the magic alive for yourself. You have to keep that alive in your heart. And I start to then wonder who can keep that magic alive in their heart better mm. at this point in their careers out of Dustin and Connor. And I believe that Dustin can do it better um, because uh, Connor, I mean, dude, he got to think, fuck, I got to get up and fucking sell liquor in, in two hours. I think he's done. I, I don't know if he fights done. again. I, I think that would be the only inhibitor to a third fight is Connor willing to do it. Because I don't know. I mean, Dustin, I thought, beat him pretty easy. I thought it was pretty easy. And I think that it's an easy fight for Dustin again. And um, I don't think. I don't know. I, 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 and listen, I don't think Connor has carried his power through the higher weight divisions. Like when he was at 145. Oh. It was lights out. Then 155, it was like, I need to hit you a few times. Like, hey, man, will you, will you shut the lights out? <laughs> Would you do me a favor? <laughs> Just wiggle a little bit, and then then it'll go. 170, then now, no. It's more that weird Denver switch thing where you're like, how do you get this thing? It never thing even to- goes all the way. <laughs> how do you get this yeah. to go off? So I, I, But I, again, like you said, like he's, he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. The only reason he would do it, I think, would be for more money. And yeah, go get your money. I want these guys to make all the fucking money. I'm just happy that it looks as if, I don't know him, but it looks as if Dustin went, what does that belt really mean? Like, does the belt define me as a human being? No, it's like a cool trinket to have in my career. But you know, it'd be really cool uh, if I was defined by like being able to take care of generations of my family by doing this mega fight and making tens of millions of dollars. That would be a cool way to be defined. By going like the Poirier's that are my kids and their kids and their kids 
are all going to nice private schools yeah. and our community is going to be helped out and his foundation is going to be like that is way better than a belt now yeah. he could be connor then go fight the winner of the title fight that is like chandler versus Oliveira. i think they're fighting yeah yeah and and then he gets the belt awesome but secure the bag yeah. bro like secure the fucking bag Get the I, I hope that that is what I, I want all these guys to make all it's a brutal way to make a living yeah I want you all to make all yes. the fucking money that's what that's what I think too I and I bet honestly a little bit I bet it was a little bit of a tough decision for Dustin because he still wants that he hardware has, right him yeah. and uh him and Tony Ferguson were gonna fight and they didn't reward the it just wasn't they didn't feel like they got were being rewarded fair. Like he tries to, you know, he tries to be as fair and treat people as fair, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I bet it was a little fucking tough for him. But yeah, but I think as you get further along, look, dude, yeah, like they you said. just let them fight for the belt, though. The poor, I agree. Just let them fight for the fucking belt, Dana. Like who cares? I agree. You make it a title fight. You put it in fucking Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Like who cares? It's the first event that we get to see live. Like, yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that. Look, but you're right though. The Poirier's will be the Richie's, and that is fucking. <laughs> that's what fucking. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. You st- as the older you get, you start to realize it's not about being rich, but it's about being able to fucking like provide. Yes. Being able to provide for yourself and your family is a very comforting feeling because as you get older, your families have issues. Like your fucking parents start to get old. They need help. You know yeah. what I mean? Your brothers, your cousins, they need go assistance in their life. They go to fucking jail. You know, they have some sort of like mental issues, whatever. Like you need some disposable income so you could fucking help these people out. Yeah. And unfortunately, Dustin, God, you're the one like sometimes God puts it on you for the family. Yeah. So that's another thing we have to realize, like, you know, when it's a blessing and a curse, you're like, oh, shit, you know, I'm the one that's going to have to finish college. I'm the one that's going to have to do this or, mm. you know, or, you know, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's awesome to see, man. Both those fighters are awesome to see. They're both totally different, Izzy and Dustin, mm. but they're both uniquely, I think, beloved by people. Yeah. Great personalities. Just great fun. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to Izzy coming back to middleweight because I just think he's going to – I think these middleweights now are going to have this, like, renewed confidence because they saw him struggle for the first time. Ooh. And I think that the audience actually needs to believe that he's beatable because mm-hmm. the fights were going to get uninteresting because he was so dominant. Yeah. I think they need to go, oh, he, they might have his number now. Right. Oh, try to wrestle him now. Da, da, da. And then he comes out there. He just fucking destroys them all. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's um, yeah, watching him is just it's, it's insane. Him versus Darren Till is going to be if they do that, just on social media is going to be so much fun. I just got my first stripe the other day at jiu-jitsu. Oh, are you doing jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Sick. I got two I think I have two cracked ribs like two cracked ribs right now, which is one of the reasons I haven't been able to go but uh this week, but I just got my first stripe. And you enjoy the exercise. Yeah. It's really fun. Everybody who tries it loves it. Yeah, I like it. It's just it's tough on your body. It's a little bit tough. Really? Yeah, I had to fight. They've been having. I fought women. I fought a guy who is legally blind. Last, really? They got me fighting in the real. You know, it's not even a weight class. It's almost like an emotional wellness group, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what weight class am I in? They're it's like, jujitsu, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what weight class am I in? They're like, you're over there behind the water fountain. Okay. So it's a unique group, man. But dang, dude, I get to come down to Miami and let's be in go. y'all's pod. Tell bro. me when you're coming down, so I put it in. I promise I'll come down. I'll come down. Uh, let's do. I think maybe first week of May. Done. Done. First week of May, I'll come down. Okay. Riley, do you have any questions for this gentleman? Uh, I do not. 
Thanks, Riley. <laughs> there you go, dude. <laughs> Appreciate bro, it, Bro, I'm telling you, Asia Kids now, bro, it's a whole different ballgame. And I know everything, right? We get it. <laughs> no, no, it's nothing, dude. Unbelievable. What happened the other day you didn't know, Riley? What was it on that episode? Um, You don't remember. What? I don't remember. But it's you, all good. Imagine an <laughs> Asian person saying they don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I know. When is that it's happening? It's bad. He's an American, dude, bro. That's another thing. we have. Here's the thing that happens in America. People come from another country. Okay, they're like, we all better. We, you, we're gonna force these kids to learn Spanish so we can communicate with these newcomers. The second generation of newcomers knows no fucking Spanish. Yeah, they get American real quick. We flip people real quick, dude. <laughs> no, we, we flip, flip people. people real quick. Real One quick, son. Duck. One generation, you American. Now. You guys are bad friends. <laughs> you want some? Let's go. I think we're good, you? I'm great, Hey, can man. we both do it at the same time? Let's do it. All right. One, two, two three. three. We're bad friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. Dude, Andrew Schultz, man, congratulations on all your success, man. Thank uh, you, brother. Yeah, you're an inspiration to a lot of us, man, and uh, I'm just really grateful that you came in today, man. Thank you for and having me, I mean me, that, man. I love you, bro. It's cool to see you, bro. It's fucking Great fun. You. you know what, man? When I watch you, I'll say this. This is one thing that I do get. I feel like I'm having fun. And that's awesome. All right, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel good. We're just trying to have fun out here, man. I appreciate you, man. You know I love you. Gang, bro. Let's get it. Peace. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake And let myself all my